So, coming right back at you for Season 4, Episode 13, with the theme of Family, Villains, and Heroes. This is Segment Number 3, Decline of Family Heroes. And this segment is about the mentality of how modern res families are slowly losing the positive role models that have set the way for culture and tradition for it to die down. And basically, what I'm trying to say is um, there are no more medicine men. I mean, there are a few left over, but I'm saying overall what this culture and heritage and tradition was founded upon you know uh the whether you want to call it black magic or white magic that's always debatable you know but excuse me but for the people to correct balance and harmony back into your life they're all dying and that's where this is kind of like um adding to the decline of the family hero because back in the day you know there were if you had uh, an old grandpa who was real traditional, didn't speak English, didn't really care for phones or riding in vehicles, and he, he did everything the old school traditional way, he rode a horse and, um, you know, just used the natural elements around him to eat and bathe himself and stuff like that. Well, when that happens, um, I mean, when they when you had that person in your household and you got sick, let's say somebody didn't like you and they put a, you know, a negative curse and a hex on you. Well, then you'd be like feeling really sick, in pain, terrible. And then you'd go to that elder and you say, well, I don't feel too good, you know, and they could probably diagnose you real quick and say, all right, you know, I know how to do this ceremony. Let's get it done. Let's save your life. Let's get rid of that pain. I don't want to see you in pain. Uh, I love you is what they'll probably say. But, um, so it just kind of shows care and compassion that they would go that far and, uh, make sure you're healthy and, you know, you, you follow the traditional rules and then you're, you're feeling a lot better a week later, two weeks later, you regain your strength, your appetite, and, you know, you can continue on like that because you had that luxury of knowing that there was, um, a spiritual healer within your midst, you know, you, you could just go right there and whether it was a male or female medicine, man, medicine, woman, what have you, you know, but as time has gone on, um, now we look at Navajo culture the way it is. And how is it nowadays? You say, well, native ravager, tell me what's the difference between, uh, a medicine person from back then compared to where we are nowadays. I'll say, all right, well, let's take the coronavirus for example. Let's let's do that, man. That's because that's what this uh, podcast is basically founded upon: is the fraudulent side of government, you know, and how they could trick you really easy. And who's more trickable than Native Americans? Why? Because we're a warrior tribe. We're a warrior society. We want to fight. And when something higher above us that we can't control, like the United States government says, here's a virus, here's how you're going to act, and you need to get this booster, you need to get this shot. If you don't, you're going to kill your family, and you're going to die, and you're going to regret it. And it's like, oh, shit, those are some extreme circumstances. So these elders from back in the day, um, if they were to listen to what what happened from 20, 2020 to 2021, 2022, 
I think they would probably pretty much be like in not not denial, but they would just be um like surprised and sad that so many Navajos would fall for that and they would believe it and then the those elder uh spiritual healers would be like why is the radio telling the people what to do you know where where is our navajo nation president how come he's not setting forth an example of how to feel better and get better he's just gone he's disappeared and we're not getting any word from the tribal government and you know and that's what he's elected for and that's what he's supposed to be doing and then from my point of view, it's spreading terrorism, you know, KTNN and all that garbage from those assholes. But um, and then also they'd probably be looking at the white man's uh, government saying, how, why are you guys telling us what to do? Why are you guys trying to scare us? You know, we got our own national, national, <laughs> we got our own traditional ceremonies and we got our own traditional medicine out here. And I think that's where the white government would say, like Dr. Fauci, if he was around, he'd say, um, well, you guys can't do that. You know, that stuff is unsafe and it, it doesn't go with what we're trying to do here. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. Did you say a key word there? It's not what you're going with. And, you know, it would. I think they would have really exposed this a whole lot more than what we have now as medical experts, you know. And the IHS, as I've I don't really criticize them because I never really de dealt with them. I don't, I don't really go to the hospitals anyways, but just the fact of, from what I heard from others, you know, how terrible the uh, Indian health services is out here, you know, that's where I think that, you know, the elders would have probably scoffed. There we go. They'd probably scoff at that whole idea and the concept and they would be like, well, you know what? Yeah, sure. Fine. If you guys want to do it like that, well, then we'll stay confined to our home and, we don't ever have to leave other than probably just to get water from the the well, you know. And going to the supermarkets to buy food, I think, you know, if they're as traditional as they were, they'd probably just keep uh, herding sheep and butchering and, um, you know, growing the crops. Just kind of do everything they did before um, consumerism and before um, capitalism kind of really took over. So... And as I've said before, in I think it was season three and two, was that capitalism is kind of where I think we need to be as natives because we get we get bombarded with a bunch of free stuff that we don't even want to do anything anymore. And we want that free money. But the thing with free money is, as a lot of uh, Navajos know, waiting for that hardship check was, wasn't even worth it. There was a lot of family members that died along the way before they actually got to see their check. And when they got their check of their loved one who died like a year before, six months before, a month before, a week before, a day before, and they got that check. I mean, imagine how heartbreaking that is to give that back to the tribe, you know, and the tribe says, oh yeah, we got a lot more checks back because these people weren't, weren't, uh, cashing it, you know? And so the tribal government uses it for whatever they want, you know. How much of a slap in the face do you really need? How much a kick in the balls do you really, can you take before you realize that, you know, the best thing we can do is start our own businesses, free enterprise. And that's what this um, Clagato Veterans nonprofit was about, is to kind of show the Clagato Veterans, hey, look, man, you guys are always hurting for money. You're always fighting against the Navajo Nation government now, you know, get 
you know, learn how to do small business and free enterprise and make your own money. So, um, in a way, I guess the decline of, uh, family heroes really comes back down to the mentality. And for me, I'm trying to say, look, man, I'm not going to force you guys to do anything. I'm going to say it's right here. Um, you guys don't want to do it. That's fine. I'll, or you're too scared to do it. Don't know how to do it. That's fine. I'll leave it right here as, as an example and you can take it from here. And like I said, Hulk Veterans Nonprofit, you know, they they took a lot of notes off of me, what I was saying, even though I wasn't like fully educated and aware of exactly what a nonprofit did or does or was doing, is doing. But they took it and they they made it work. So, you know, I'll, I'll always kind of have that uh, um, kind of hold my head up high knowing that, you know, I inspired them to, to do it. And um, so that's where having, um, having these veterans kind of look at that would kind of become the rise of, you know, family heroes. They can be the hero once again, and they can say, all right, look, you know, I'm the, I'm the breadwinner now I'm bringing things back. And that mentality of being self-defeating, you know, I want to get rid of that damn shit. And I want them to be more, um, self-reliant, you know, they could say, well, you know what the native ravager, you know, he'd been hustling this whole time. He's been trying to tell us what we, what to do, how to do it. We didn't listen. And now, you know, he's getting a lot more exposure with all this other stuff. And he was willing to work with me. He taught me how to do this and that, even though he didn't know too much, but it's enough to get me started. And, uh, you know, now I can stand up and I can say, you know, listen to me now because I have the answer. And it's like, spread that thing, man. Spread it like how these uh, evil witchcrafters spread the skinwalking uh, rituals to the younger generation, you know, do the opposite. <laughs> and um, that's why, you know, I, I wanted to talk about it because uh, this, uh, you know, decline of family heroes, because in the end, once everybody had established or has established that their way, it was the way to go. And it actually didn't go too far and it didn't really make too much sense that, you know, eventually they're going to be looking back at their traditional ways and saying, you know what, I'm going to go back to this. Um, and another perfect example is, um, uh, there, uh, there's a few ceremonies, not ceremonies. Yeah. I guess you could say ceremonies, but, um, little prayer services, I'll say, put it that way, um, where the, the spiritual healer had their grandkids and their kids come over and help them when they were little. Now, some of these kids I see now they're, they're in middle school and they're in high school and the ones that were in high school, they're now in college, you know, but they're still carrying on their traditional ways. And that, you know, should give us a little bit of hope that there there is a way to combat all this negativeness that these uh, negative family villains bring into the household, all that negative energy. And there's a way to fight back. And, you know, these kids, they're not so much going to fight back, but they know enough of the culture to like keep it going. And, um, and I know a lot of those songs that were sung back in the day, man, that's, I, I took my mom to a ceremony and for four hours, man, the dude kept singing, man, I was so exhausted and tired and I kind of fell asleep a few times, but 
um, I was just listening to the way this Hatchali um, was singing, and um, man, that those were like some complicated songs. I mean, they're they're repetitive. I mean, and I try try to pick out some of the words and decipher what he's saying, but the fact that they came in in order, and he had to know the exact order and the uh, you know and the uh, the hook you know of how he was going to sing the song and what it was pertaining to and how he built up the ceremony and how he changed the, um, the aura of the, his patient, you know, that was very, that was very interesting. And not only that, but damn, that looked, I ain't gonna lie, man, that looked pretty hard. You know, it's like, could I do this? If I could learn all this, would I, would I be able to do it? And it's very complicated because not only does he know that, but he knows some other ceremonies and different t- different seasonal um, ceremonies that I'm just like in awe. I'm like, damn, man, this dude is like a national treasure and nobody really knows because everybody is just kind of turning their back on their traditional culture saying, oh, well, they're still dealing with uh, white magic and the, the devil is still involved. It's like, well, be that as it may, it's kind of brought you here into this earth, right? You know, you're still here and... Obviously, you can't change your skin color. You can't change your family origin. So, you know, if you get if you don't got nothing nice to say about, you know, traditional culture, then don't say anything at all. You know, just let it be. Just say, oh, okay, well, it's there. It exists. And I'm not going to I'm not going to have my say so about it. And but, you know, there's just like also uh Another thing about this is that you kind of have to be aware of some of these um, some of these other younger generations that they want to fill that footstep of their elders and they want to perform the ceremonies which they do have the right intentions for and excuse me and they may know the songs, the ritual, the ceremonies, the prayers, but somewhere they're not going to really do it just right. So you know, it's, it's kind of great to see that they're trying, but at the same time, just be aware that not all of them will do it right. And they might, they might mess up the prayer or the song or the actual ritual itself and might make things harder for you and your family. And, you know, just basically just make sure that, um, when you're going to go, get, uh, traditional healings done, just kind of do your research a little bit and, um, you know, go from there. But that's, um, that's what I wanted to say about this whole thing as far as, um, you know, just the decline of family heroes was mostly about, you know, medicine men, but also the decline could be that those that turn to black magic, thinking it's an easier way to do things, get things done quicker, faster, um, but they're not thinking of the consequences and repercussions. And then also the, um, you know, the alcohol, you know, we're someone who's, who's been so strong, so steadfast, been a shining example, a role model for his family, the men in his family, the role models, uh, I mean, you know, for the males and, you know, uh, and I'm also saying females, but mostly I'm just mo- mostly focusing on males right now. Is it Moki? And, um, that's where, you know, he might turn to drugs and alcohol, maybe even get suicidal and depressed and, you know, kill himself or something. But that's just what I'm trying to say about the decline of uh, family heroes. So uh, we'll go ahead and end that. And um, we'll go ahead and jump on to this other subject uh, for number four. This one is, um, <clears throat> oh, sorry. 
This one is uh, national, national Narratives. There we go. Let's go check it out. 